YouTube and everything. Yes, sir. Shout outs to Right Hook. He's been to, yeah, he's been doing this thing for a while. Mm -hmm. yes. Long time. We got uh we got our boy Research, Research. back in the building. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back Thanks in the building. Yeah. Our first repeat guest. Yeah, first repeat oh, guest. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, up. yeah, hell right, yeah. Then. Welcome back. Yeah. Um, so now so now you got a, a date. Yeah, yeah, I do. So famous girls I like to fuck. It'll be dropping. It'll be dropping in March. They don't have an exact date, but I know it's going to be like within the next week or two. Okay. So coming soon. Stay so tuned. I know that much. We will uh, keep I, just had, I just had to talk probably before I came here. Word, word. So be on the lookout for that. Stay tuned. They can follow you on social media. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Follow me at research. Everything. Research. You can already dash S U R C H. Yeah. Follow me, but all my handles are research. Yeah. S U R C H. So. Whatever, facebook.com slash research. Yep. Everything's already at you on CHO. Easy enough. Exactly. Word. So this is episode 33. Hell yeah. Uh, as you know, we always name our episodes after an athlete who wore that number. So naturally, we go with Larry Bird. Oh, shit. Um, okay. you know, Larry number, Legend. Number yeah. 33, Larry Bird. Uh, obviously, well, the greatest thirty-three. I know what I know. What next one's got to be then? We know it. We know what next one is. Actually, <laughs> next one. Next one's going to be a tie between between two guys. Yeah, okay. okay. You you know who it's going to be thirty-four. You guys can yeah. figure that out. Mm -hmm. You got a week to figure it out. Yep. Um. But yeah, thirty-three. We'll go with Larry Bird. But uh, you know shout what? out to Jason Veritek, also number thirty-three. Oh uh, yep, yep. Who uh, I had the pleasure of meeting yesterday. Um. At a a basketball court that I was playing at a rec center. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to blow up his spot. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> speaking um, of which, we still got to have our one-on-one -on -one game. I'm going to wax yeah, that yeah, ass. Yeah, we do. We do need to play. Okay. We do need to play. But, yeah, I, shout out to Jason Veritek. I saw him. I said hi to him. I said, what's up, Tech? I called him Tech like he's my boy. <laughs> there you go. So, and, yeah, he was what, cool. What was his response? I, I, I'd like to know. <laughs> he was like. 
no, I said. Did uh, he give you like the nod, or did he? I like, was like, "Hey, Tech." He was like, "What's going on?" I was like, "Not much. How you doing?" He was like, "Good." And then, and then he walked inside. That was pretty much it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Should have. He was it. with his daughter, so I wasn't gonna like stop him and have a conversation with him. But it was right. cool to at least like talk to him. Yeah, yeah should have yeah, taken cool. the basketball. Yeah, and, like done the fake at him. Like, yeah. You were yeah. gonna pass it to him, like real up close. Yeah, right. See yeah. what he would have done. I came outside and there was like a. He was talking to a police officer in the in the parking lot, and the police officer was like fanning out. Oh, he was really? like, he was like, oh, you were so great in 2004. Like, he was freaking out. I remember when that punch came around. It was so funny. And I was like, no. as soon as I saw the guy's face, I was like, that's fucking Veritech. It's <laughs> a pretty cool. recognizable face. Yeah, it is. Surprised so. he's not down with spring training. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I thought he works with the catchers or whatever. But I don't know. Maybe maybe he came up for uh, February break and he stayed a little longer. Maybe. I know. That's maybe. when we, we reversed the curse in 04, right? That's yeah, fucking, that's when we yep. fucking won after like what eighty years, eighty six, like eighty six yeah. years. I remember that, man. Remember those fucking that was wild. Oh, that, that was, was wild. That was fucking nuts. Now it's now we won a championship. It's just it's like just it's like nothing. whatever. It's just yeah, another day. Yeah. <laughs> Back then it was like fucking, burning cars or flipping right. cars yeah, or anything. Yeah, you know, true. it was true. wild. We matured a little bit. Yeah. Now now our worst thing is throwing beers at people in the float. That's true. Yeah, yeah, fucking high school kids. Right? Someone hit Gronk in the face, he got a bloody nose. Really? Gronk doesn't care. No, no. But I'm saying, like, why would you throw a fucking beer at someone on a float? What is it just like? You want to just see if you can nail it? Only if if they're looking. Only if I point point at you with a beer and I see you point back at me and go, like, like, give me a beer. Oh, there you go. That's how I no, was. That's but how I'm not it just started. Stand there right. So you think it was right. some drunk person, like, oh, you like they throw stolen beers, thinking that they want to fucking. Well, because that's it started with Gronk a few years ago, because people were doing, Gronk was like asking for beers, so oh, people were throwing them to him. Okay. okay. So now but it's no become tradition. But like, you got to make sure they're ready before you throw yeah, it. We talked about this saying. on another episode. We're like, you got to make sure they're ready. And now dudes are just throwing them like Alex Cora got hit in the Red Sox parade. No, Gronk got hit this year above the eye. Cora said said next year he'll catch it. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, Gronk Gronk doesn't care, though. No. He's in it for the, you know, for the level. He started with a a very expensive bottle of wine and was drinking. $500 bottle of wine. What? And they're, well, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, At the parade. Chugged it. He finished that real quick. And then he was catching beers. He, He had beers on the float. Uh, crazy. So he said he after he got hit, he was saying it on Jimmy Fallon. He like went down like this, and then he looked, and his father came. There was a beer flying at him. His father karate chopped one out of the way. Oh shit! <laughs> nice. God damn. Yeah. Imagine right? in the family. That's dope. That's dope. But. Oh, uh, shit, how many rings he got? He got fucking Gronk, three. Gronk's got three now, yeah. yeah yep. so he didn't him. play in one of the Super Bowls, but I mean, still got you have a son, and fucking your son sucking, and you got you not one ring, but not fucking three. three. Yep. That'd be like, yep, that came out of my ball sack. Look <laughs> at <laughs> what I created, you know? Seriously. I've been bragging all day long. Yeah. yeah, that's my son. Hold on. Oh, my son's calling me. Hold on. He's, taught him everything he's he knows. got three championship rings. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't. I told you already. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I, I, oh, I didn't know. I, I don't oh. tell too many people. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so let's jump into what's hot. Yeah, yeah. team's hot. So Bruins. Another number thirty-three that we should mention is Dano Chara. Dano Chara, big fight last night. Big fight last night. 
Yeah. Shout out to Kevin Fox. Another thing. Kevin Fox. Yeah, we might as well do all four teams if we're going to. Oh yeah, yep. Kevin Fox. Kevin Fox. Nah, Kevin Fox. We'll take Kevin Fox. So yeah, Bruins killing it. Chara, you know, beating ass. Yep. Vander Kane. Yeah. He smoked them last night. That was great. That was great. Chara, how old is he now? Forty-one. He's like Brady's age, basically. Yeah. And he's, he's still and he's still kicking ass. He's on the TB12 method. Oh, he's fuck his workout. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. workout routine is insane. He posted a video in the off season of him like he just climbs ropes all day. Like really? Yeah. He's a, he's like the best way like to I don't know get upper body strength. Yeah, is to yeah, climb yeah. ropes. Yeah, really. So, is, yeah. It's like um, like but he's up, fucking close to like net like. He's fucking thing. insane. Like he was working out in this gym, and the, I don't know how high the ceiling was, but it was fucking high. And he was going all the way up to the ceiling and like touching the bell, coming back down, going all the what, way just up. Just using his hands. Just using his, his hands. Around, huh? No, he was fucking. Oh man, at forty-one, huh? At forty-one, he's still <laughs> he's playing a monster. pro. Still playing pro hockey. Yeah, that's crazy. Still man. getting in fights. Where you go? Like I never like hockey, man. I was I was sitting there thinking about it, and I was like, this the crazy motherfucker that invented that sport was like. I'm gonna put skates on. I'm gonna fly 30 miles per hour yeah. on fucking ice with a fucking puck that's goddamn how fucking thick is the damn thing, right? I know, like an <laughs> you know inch, inch and a half, maybe. And, and I'm gonna fucking wheel this thing around. Right. You're gonna have to try and stop it while you're going 30 miles per hour. <laughs> the puck's going 100. Yeah, but you can also hit Shit, me crazy. too. Yeah. You can also fucking check me. Oh my god. And then we can fight. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> So I'm like, you, you know what? It's, now that I think about it, it's a bunch of drunk motherfuckers that were just like, <laughs> on skates. You know, just like they, they found started, branches and they started yeah. hitting, them, oh. hitting a rock around. Hey, Canadians do love their beer. Oh, shit. Nope. Damn, that's that's crazy. <laughs> um, Bruins but, killing it. Yeah, 4-1 last it. night. Big win over four the Sharks. Uh, they're ten zero and four in their last fourteen. That's a 14-game 14, 14 point streak. Haven't lost in regulation in 14 games. Damn. Making so. some big noise in uh, right before the trade deadline. Weymouth song. Weymouth song, Charlie Coyle. Yep. Okay. Uh, shout out to Potty and Saco. Yep. It's good times. Oh, you partied with him? He was there in Saco one year. Nice. Word. So, uh, Mr. Saco. I know. Saco was a fun time. Uh if you're, from, if you're from New England, you know about soccer. It's, it's, it's like a it's like a rite of passage for a New Englander to go up a, for a weekend, spend the weekend up in Soccer River, Soccer River up in Maine. If you don't, if you're unaware, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Maine. But yep, Charlie Coyle, uh, <laughs> one of the newest members of the Bruins, along with Marcus Johansson, yep. who was out for a long time last year. Yeah. Because of Brad Marshawn. Brad Marshawn, yeah, they had they have a little beef or had a little beef, yeah. which they've apparently squashed. Yep. They both said they squashed it. Yep. You know, they said it's water under the bridge. We got um you know, he had an assist last night in his first game. Good for him. You know. Good yeah. for him. Making contributions right away. Exactly. We got um uh, even Charlie Coyle, um, first game he played in the shootout. Yep. He uh he tied it up for us. Make sure we didn't uh, lose too early. You know? True. Um, Pasternak on his way back. On his way back, but they've been playing really well without him, which is weird. Yeah, very weird. Kind of like how the Celtics play really well without Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. I don't. I don't I know. Mean, though. I'm a. He had a. 
Pasternak's my favorite player on the pros. Oh no, he's a he's a stud. I mean, before he went out, he uh, like with goals and assists combined, he had contributed in the league. Yeah, he contributed to forty percent of uh, their goals this year. Contributed to forty percent if you include Damn, goals really? and assists. Yeah. Damn. I mean that whole he benefits from being on that line. It's fucking half from one dude. Yeah, it's almost half almost half of their goals have been because of him, basically. Best in the league. But um yeah, they've done really well without him. So it is kind of like the Kyrie thing. Like your best player goes out and everyone else kind of steps up their game and well everyone else gets a little hungrier. Yep. Jake DeBrusque. People get like guys get excited when they know, you know. Obviously, they don't want their best player to go down, and they know that they're going to need them in the long run. But when they go down, they get excited because they know they're going to get more playing time. Jake so DeBrusque on fire. Yes, Jake DeBrusque is an animal. He's a young stud, too. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, the goaltender. Goaltender's looking great. Looking, Tuka and, uh, and Halak. Yeah, they've both, both been solid lately. Both. I mean, that's why we haven't lost in regulation in 14 games. I know. Can't do that without great goaltending. Exactly. Defense been stepping up, playing well. Yeah, you know, Kevin Miller always won down to scrap too when they right, need absolutely. it. Absolutely, and uh, I don't know. I think, I think these moves at the deadline make us poised to, you know, go for a, a good run in the playoffs. I'm just hoping we don't get Tampa Bay in the second round yeah. like last year. You know, because that's a pain yeah. in the ass. They're a wagon. Yeah, they kick ass. But uh, I think I could see the Bruins making a run. I, the way they're playing know. right now, I mean. They're a lot more fun to watch than the Celtics at I the know. moment. And uh, they're – Who we got coming on. Who, yeah, we next. got coming on. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love watching the Celtics, but you you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's you put been, the snap all last it's night. It's been tough. Oh, uh, yeah. It's not, this is not fun. Yeah. It's not fun anymore. I'll still watch, but I'm not having a good time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, it's almost like selfish. Yep. No, let's finish up with the yeah, finish up with the before we get into the seas. But um, yeah, so I I could see them making a run. They're they're a good team, and they seem to, you know, play well, play for each other. They're, you know, they have the chemistry down. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I could see I could see a playoff run. I mean, you know, NHL playoffs, anything can happen. Exactly, but and, I mean, I think, you know, I don't think they're getting too hot too quick or too early or anything. No, I think they, you know, they're playing. They're on fire right now, obviously. Right, but they're still hottest team in hockey. Mo- yeah, hottest <laughs> team in hockey, baby. <laughs> Throw up again. Um, but you know, I think uh, I think basically they, you know, there's still two months of regular season hockey left. Mm-hmm. So why not see these guys, you know, keep coming together? Yeah, flying around or you know, they're only going to keep gelling. They already got Coyle and Johansson both gel right in. Right. You know, it's not like they're really missing a step. That's even going to help them in the long run. That's more depth pieces. Right. Absolutely. You know, both goal scorers. That's something we they do. Have, I mean, they have a pretty deep lineup. <laughs> now it's now it's very deep. You yeah. know, and I'm not, you know, I'll be I'll be wanting to say this. Coyle being traded for Donato and um, a draft pick. Yeah. Well, it's always been better than Situate, baby. Oh, Donato's from Situate. I forgot about that. Oh, shit. You know this. Well. But anyways. Sounds like a personal opinion. Okay, Jack. 
So, you know, let's um they got oh, they got Pasternak, a about Pasternak. Yep. What do you think? What do you think about his injury? Was he drunk? Oh, um, <laughs> How did he fall? <laughs> it was after a team function or something. I mean, maybe he fell. Maybe he got pushed. I mean, I want to say maybe he slipped on ice, but he's a hockey player. He should be able to, you know, have balance on ice. Shit happens, though, man. <laughs> nothing fucking yeah, up. but but he didn't have his blades on when he was That's walking true. out of function, you know? That's true. Sneak is a different than, you know? Yeah, I'm just saying he has good balance. So yeah. you got to think. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was like, you know. Just a, but he's a young kid still, 22. Yeah. He's still 22 years old. Shit. I feel like he's been in the league for – well, he has been in the league a few years. Started when he was 18. Coming into his own, though. Yeah. You know, he's I mean, he's the only all-star on the team. Yeah, he is. And he won the uh, – that thing, the accuracy competition. Yeah. And Jason Tatum – Won the skills competition. Want to get into the Celtics now? Yeah, we can get into the Let's Celtics. Let's get into the Celtics. So Jason Tatum won the skills competition. We'll start with something good. And then guaranteed that the Celtics will win in the championship. This yeah, year. that was a little – I don't know what he was doing there. Here's an odd thing, right? It's 33. Riff Raff actually got a song called Larry Bird. Actually, like yeah. I knew that. Song, big song. Yeah. That had me thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Riff Raff was on that show you were talking about earlier, the – with the, where they eat the wings? Oh yeah, have yeah. you seen oh, his episode? I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, fucking funny. funny. He's mad funny. Oh, he's, he's he's cooked. He's fried. Oh, he he's, he's an entertainer, doesn't he? He, he does. He does some shit for work, them. Yeah, yeah he yeah. works for Boston. Yeah. Oh, does he really? Yeah. He does oh, okay. some shit for them. He like. <laughs> All right, I didn't. Know I saw one thing where he was like. I did a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I saw one thing where he was like acting as a sportscaster. Yeah, yeah. Like acting like he was an anchor on ESPN or something. His commentary was just so funny. It is. Ridiculous. Yeah, he's a he's a funny dude. Like the name he has for colors for stuff, like the names he comes up with. Yeah, plum magenta. I'm like, yeah, like Like the way he types shit on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um. Big shout outs to the beautiful LJ. Yep. Chef providing dinner tonight. Chef LJ. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was fried chicken. Amazing, delicious, always delicious. Yeah, courtesy of the air fryer. Yeah. That shit was crazy. I never, I didn't, when I heard that, I was like, how's this shit going to come out? Big shout out, big ups to the air, Brian. <laughs> big shout out, big shout out. <laughs> Huge shout out. I wasn't sure how I was going to come out because, you know, me being, you know, of the darker, you know, pigment and all, no you know, I'm used to fried chicken a certain way. Right. You know, and so when I heard the <laughs> air fry, I was kind of like, all right, let me see how, what's, what's this shit all about? <laughs> you know, and it, it was good. I liked it. I can't no remember. Oil. That was good. Didn't see no oil. Yeah. No. I still. Was, I, mashed potatoes. No, there, was, was, there was no oil in the cooking involved at all. Yeah, that's shit. crazy. You know? Right there. I guess, huh? Air fryer. Science and shit. You know? <laughs> science. <laughs> Engineering, science, all that shit. All that good stuff. We cover all that stuff on this podcast. Thank you. Um, yeah, so Jason Tatum, he won that competition. It was actually crazy. And then he scored 30 points the next night. No, the night before. Oh, sorry. In the uh, you're talking about the futures game. The futures game, yeah, that was on Friday. Um, but yeah, the the comp, yeah. So he scored 30 points in that, but the the skills competition was wild because he was trailing in all three rounds. Came back and, and won. then you know the guys couldn't hit their threes, and he he nailed every three. And the the last one obviously was nuts. Oh, he no, shoots it court. from half court. Like Reggie Miller was commentating, oh. saying the whole time he's like. 
he was like, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Cause he was, uh, cause Trey young was winning the whole time. He's like, it's a wrap. And then Tatum launches it from half court and nails it. Dude, that, that was, was that was off awesome. the backboard. Banks open, baby. Yep. So you know what I heard about um since we're talking about the All-Star game and it's Larry Bird. Yeah. So remember when Larry Bird hit uh at the All-Star game? He fucking hit he hit every fucking uh ball in a three-point three contest. Points, yeah. He didn't even take his jacket off. Yeah. And he didn't even look when he shot the last money ball. He right. just turned around and fucking like a boss. His shit just went in. Yeah. I heard that he wasn't even gonna do it, right? But he found out that fucking you get ten thousand dollars if you did it. You get ten G's. Yeah. And from what I understand, by Larry Bird, he's a real cheap motherfucker. And yeah. It's like all about you know, and he's all about having his money and saving it. Yeah. So he wasn't gonna do it until he heard there was ten grand involved, and then he was like, "Oh, ten grand? All right." Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I can see that's fucking awesome. do it. So then he goes there, he fucking hits everyone, doesn't even take his jacket off, and it's like. And he walked in when he walked into the locker room before he goes, Who's coming in second tonight? Uh, <laughs> yeah. First thing he said. That's crazy. He's man. a boss. That's he had the yeah. best, he was like the best trash talker, from what I hear. Yeah, I heard that too. From what I hear, because yep. guys would like he would literally he would look at you and say, I'm gonna go to this sure. spot right here and hit the shot right in your face, and he would do it. Yeah. Like he would tell you exactly what he was gonna do. He'd be like, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna spin, I'm gonna pass to him. And then he would do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, my buddy was actually telling me that. I didn't yeah. – see, I didn't think he was – just from, like, looking at him in interviews and stuff like that, I didn't I didn't know, like, yeah. you know. And, like, you know, back then they didn't really, like – they didn't have a – you know, they still don't have the microphones, like, on. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah. wish they did, but – yeah. On uh, TG, you could still hear sometimes yeah, exactly. watching the games. You, you can see his screen. lips, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even if you can't read lips, no, you K- know KG and Bird are the two all-time great trash talkers, okay, in my okay. opinion, in yeah, Celtics and, history. And I heard it's what you were talking about with the whole uh, – how you tell you. That's fucking crazy that yeah. he can tell you what he – and you need to right. go do it. Right. I also heard this fact about him, right, that he was bored during a playoff game once. He started shooting lefty. Dude, he, he scored like – how many points was it? He shot lefty a whole game, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it yeah. because he was bored. I yeah, heard, like the game. But he scored bored. like how many points? Like, it was like forty or, or something. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. But yeah, he was. You can look, watch it on YouTube. Like, there's a whole game of him just shooting lefty just because he felt like it, mm-hmm. and he's just burying shots lefty like it's nothing. Yeah. His behind the back passes is mm-hmm. you know, all you know that his shit. passes were crazy. Yeah, especially for that time, you never saw anybody doing anything. I honestly think one wasn't around. We were talking. We were anything. talking about. Uh, you know how LeBron shouldn't be compared to Jordan. I think LeBron and Bird is a better comparison, honestly. Are you really? Yeah, because like the way they're they were just like big forwards who could handle the ball and pass like and shoot and just yeah. I don't know the the way they play. Like I feel like LeBron is like the new Bird, but not as he doesn't have that um, you know that See, competitive fire. Yeah, that Jordan, exactly. That, I'm gonna go right no, here. no. Like I'm just I'm just talking like skill wise. Right, right. Oh, okay. Like attitude yeah, wise, he's not. Attitude he's not on Bird's wise, level. Yeah, exactly. He's not on Bird's level or yeah. Jordan's level. Because it's a whole another ball game now. Right. Too. Yeah. Right. No, Bird was. He did not fuck around. Yeah. He was KG he was before KG was. Exactly. Around. I was just saying the two yeah, best trash talkers that, are yep. Bird and KG. Yep. So yeah, Bird was. He was a uh, what was he a Hoosier? Right. Yep. yep. Indiana. Indi- no, he went to uh he went to Indiana State. He started in Indiana and then he transferred to Indiana State because he wanted to go to a smaller school. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Shit. But then okay. he brought, I think he brought Indiana State to like the the finals against Magic. Against Magic, yeah. When Indiana State yeah. was like nothing before that. Oh, damn. And he brought them to the finals from right. French Lake, Indiana. 
French Lick, Indiana. That's the name. That's his town. That's his hometown. French Lick. Big shout outs to French French <laughs> Lick. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, Ye old French thank, Lick. Thank you for giving us giving us um, Larry Bird. Yeah, yeah, seriously, we appreciate it. <laughs> Even though he's he's not around Boston anymore because he didn't really, he didn't like the traffic, but no, it's all good. They, <laughs> got, like they, we just traffic. got ranked the worst traffic. We got ranked worse than LA. I know. Did we really? You should know you're an Uber driver. You know, dude. Trust me. I spend. Did we really? I spend fucking yeah. days no. in that shit. No, no so poor yeah. thing. LA. We're worse than yeah. LA now. We passed them. I'm not even surprised. You. The one. It's, the one thing we it used to be LA. It used. We're always beating LA. Except, Except the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, I mean, it used to just be during rush hour that there was traffic. Now it's all the yeah, time. Yeah. But that's, you try, that's like, why I'm saying that because that's how L.A. is. Right. You don't know when there's going to be traffic. Right. It's just like. Yo, like, I'm coming home at fucking 11.30 p.m. sometimes, and I'll hit traffic. I'm like, what's going that's what on here? fucking saying. I, right? You know what? I actually have noticed that. Yeah. That it's. It's all the time. They're doing road work. They're doing road work. Well, they just yeah. got two lane shut down for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right. Right. I just, I just noticed that. I actually noticed you see that the shit. cones all set up down, all yeah. the whole lane, but no one's even parked in yeah, the lane. Yeah, no idea right. shit. Yeah. What are they waiting for? And it's that, you know what it is too? It's that HOV lane that they open up and close. Oh my it's God. Like, I don't know why the fuck they do that. Why don't they just leave the goddamn lane open? Right. Instead. Yeah. It's, and you know, True, yeah. Because that's more money just they got to spend. Space. It's more yeah. work. Like, why, like, why spend all that fucking time doing that? Right. When you yeah, just keep you, just keep the fucking lane open and just let yeah, yeah just cut it down to what three on each side yeah well and yeah, have yeah. each each of, yeah, lane yeah, for exactly. each way yeah yeah that'll be way easier yeah, you know that or or the other way just don't even open it just keep the lane keep it four on each side yeah right. just go yeah build fend your way yeah right exactly so I don't know what that's all about I think well I the population of, of the city's getting. Bigger and bigger, so that's like right. the biggest problem. Yeah. But you got to find, we got to find ways to deal with it, make the traffic less. Uh, no, you got to adapt to it. Yeah, make more <laughs> lanes. Right, make more lanes. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. We do got, um, you know, Newton's like the the best place to live in like America. Newton is. Newton is like the best really? place Brady in America to live. Yeah, that was it, it's factored on like income, like schools, like yeah, all that shit. Work. Yeah, like jobs, everything. Yeah, like, Brady lives somewhere out that way. It's the best place in America. Brookline, Natick. Somewhere out there. Brookline. He lives in Brookline. Yeah. Oh, okay. He Are probably you? lives in one of them secret. Like, Brookline, Brookline doesn't have gated communities, but they have mad private, like, yeah. streets, like, that you would never know about. Yeah. Right? No trespassing. I was, yeah. I was, like, I used to do, like, delivery back fucking, like, high school and shit. I do a lot of shit in Brookline. And I just remember, like, you know, you drive in the streets, I drive down, you know, normally all the time. And then, like, all of a sudden, I start doing this delivery job. And then it's, like, turn left here. A street that I didn't even know was there. I've probably driven by a hundred times, right? And then all of a sudden, you look, you see this little-ass private little way. And then it's fucking the biggest motherfucking house <laughs> you've ever seen. Like, yeah. right in low-key in Boston, like, yeah. right there in the city. But, like... It's like away. a suburb hidden in the side of the yeah. fucking city. It's crazy. It's, it's fucking wild. Mean, like one second you're in the, the city, and then all of a sudden, like when you're in Brooklyn, you're like, you go through these neighborhoods, and you're just like, really? you feel like right. you're in the yeah. suburbs all of a sudden, and the houses are fucking huge. Exactly, somewhere. exactly. And it's like it's you know honestly like shit. I think that's pretty dope though, because you're right there in the city. Right, right the right location's there, perfect. But then you have this right. like little tucked away 
Yeah. Like what's the, what uh, like Wakanda fucking yeah. secret in like invisible place. Yep. We gonna live. You know what I'm saying? And it's like a mansion. Yeah. yeah you know, right. Exactly. Go whatever you want. Sick. Uh, what do we got for a score right now? Celtics uh, are playing the uh, Trailblazers at Trailblazers home. At home. They're on a terrible streak right now. Yeah. So it Back started the with. Offside break. Yeah. Back, uh, since the All Star break, it's just been a mess. Um, Jason Tatum guaranteeing the championship. Yeah, that was stupid. It's but I respect to, him saying that, I guess. It's 12 fine. to 6. 12 to 6, we're losing. Portland right now. It's already not looking good. Halfway through I the mean, first. I can see what he's trying to do. You know, yeah. know that. No, I, I get into existence. Right, right, like, exactly. You know, hold himself to a standard. Right. So I can see that, but that's a, you know, that's a, that is a bold ass statement. You're putting a lot of pressure on yourself that you probably don't need right now. Exactly. You know, they're, they're having a hard time place. figuring it out as it is. <laughs> yeah. But I can, I can see, I can see where he's coming from in that. Yeah, sense. yeah. Maybe. You know, he wants to push And he's young. Yeah, he I mean, the kid's, himself, the kid's you know? 20 years old. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah, kid's yeah. 20 like years that. old. He doesn't really know, like, yeah, he's probably trying to push himself. And he yeah. doesn't know what to say in these situations. Like, he's 20 years old. He's learning. Like, yep. oh, he, he, he's probably thinking, you know, I'm supposed to have confidence and, and I'm supposed to say this. So, yeah. but, uh, I, I mean, yeah. I think they, nice D from Kyrie. All right. Yep. Actually showing some effort on the defensive end. Last night he had some – he had one terrible play where uh, it was a fast break, and he literally, instead of contesting the guy at the rim, he just, like, kind of ran away from him at the last second. And it was it was bad. Yeah. There's been a lack of effort, lack of – Definitely. Lack of, like, camaraderie. Lack of camaraderie. It kind of feels like Ky- it's Kyrie versus the rest of the team. I Honestly, know. like, I feel yeah. like a lot of them – I don't know. I'm just getting – you know, bad you, you get bad vibes. Yeah, you get mixed messages from like him and then the young guys. Like they they talk. So they're basically on different pages. Yeah, know? that's what it seems like. And it's just like bad vibes. Bad vibes. Bad. I mean, just bad overall. That that's how bad teamwork comes about. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it seems like there's a, they have a lot of individuals trying to prove themselves individually instead of thinking about what's best for the team, basically. Yeah, more like a hero ball. Right, and Kyrie, I think, is really desperate to prove himself as a leader and as, like, a, a franchise player. And I don't know. I feel like, um, you know, he, try, he tries to do t- too much at times, which is fine – most of the time because he's a great player. But they play better as a team without him. I'm not saying they're better without him, but they play better as a team without him. I feel like they're and, hungrier um, to prove something without him. Yeah. I mean, kind of like we talked about with Pasternak earlier. It's like, you know, your best player goes out and every other guy, you know, gets excited because they got more playing time and they have a chance to prove themselves. So, Exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, Kyrie – his his numbers speak for themselves. He's an incredible player, but there's something missing with his character, I guess. And I don't know. I think being a leader is like a special skill that co- it's completely separate from your abilities as a player. Like you don't need to a, try to be a leader. You are a leader. You are a leader. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like he is trying too hard, and he's. 
he's too quick to throw the young guys under the bus sometimes. And he kind of acts like, you know. He's better than everyone. Right. It, he forgets the fact that they, you know, they made a playoff run last year without him. Yep. Sure. And he, he definitely does. Yeah, he, he acts like that didn't happen, basically. He's like, oh, you know, we got a, long, a lot of young guys who are still trying to learn things and stuff. It's like those young guys, first of all, you're 26. Those young guys are like two, three years younger than you. They're not even young guys, really, exactly. compared to you. Like, Taylor, you're all, they're all young. Like, you're all in it together. Like, I feel like he shouldn't be acting like he's above everyone like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's had That's a, just my opinion. He's had the game with a series clinching shot. Right, you know, but like he wasn't the only reason but he the was best in that position. That was because LeBron. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yep. You know, and I mean, as much as we hate hate to admit it, like that's the reason why Kyrie was there in the first place. It's the truth. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, this is the first time he's had to be a leader since the beginning of his career in Cleveland, and the Cavs sucked back then. Exactly. So, so wasn't, he, wasn't. he hasn't really – he's never led a good team before. No. Ever. He's never been the best player on a good team. You know, and he, he goes and, like we were saying, he says different stuff, like especially to, like, the media, especially to diff, just different people inside the media. He'll say different stuff to Yeah. Even, like, from as far as, like, you know, uh, I mean, there was one reporter that he was, like, freaking out on earlier this week. I mean, the guy wasn't really being clear with his questions. Uh, but he was talking about the video of Kyrie and Durant talking. Mm-hmm. And then... I mean, Kyrie that got, was, that did get blown out of proportion. Yeah. I mean, he was I just talking to, to his friend, so who's to speculate on the one he was talking about? Yeah. yeah. That, but, like, that's, that part's kind of annoying. Like, you see two guys talking, and you're just going to try and guess what they're talking about? It's like, yeah. what's the point? But even... Yeah, right? After last night's game, he'd only really give good answers to Jason Terry. It wasn't like he was giving any real real answers to any other reporters. Yeah. So he like kind of picks and chooses who he answers to, almost. You know. Yeah. But he does love the camera and, and loves you know talking and he loves doing the interviews, but he hates when his his words get twisted or. He loves the camera because he Uncle Drew. He's Uncle Drew. That's yeah, right. right. He's yeah, got his movie. Exactly. So, you know, it basically comes down to how loyal is he to the Celtics? How much does he care about being a Celtic and how much does he care about his personal brand? Basically. I almost and, I almost don't even know if it's between the Celtics and his own personal brand. I just feel like he doesn't one day he says one thing, then a week later he says something completely different. Yeah, he's all over the place. He did yeah, that's true actually. He said something recently where uh what did he say? Oh, he after they lost to the Bulls, he basically said it's no big deal, like we're moving on. And um, he said, you know, we'll wait to we'll see what happens in the playoffs, and you know that's when the fun begins. And then he said, I still don't see a team beating us in seven games, which F is a crazy thing to say after losing to the Bulls. I know it was one of the worst teams in the yeah. league. Yeah. Like, and then a month before that, he was saying that you know. They can't even be thinking about the playoffs. They need to focus on getting better right now. And now he's saying, oh, you know, whatever. We'll be ready for the playoffs. So he's totally changing his tune he's after almost, a month. He's almost saying it's time to get in playoff mode. Right. Like LeBron said. But they're not ready for playoff mode. No. They're clearly not. Like you can't – you know, there are certain teams that can flip the switch in the playoffs, 
but you have to at least prove in the regular season that you're capable of, you know, flipping that switch. of flipping that switch. They so far they haven't showed us there's any switch to flip. I mean, <laughs> you know? I mean, literally they could have done it from the Bulls game to last night, right? With the Raptors. they've had plenty of chances, and it's like now it seems like every you know, we've had so many games this year where we're like so many disappointing losses, basically, where you're just like what, um, where you know you start to say it is this the worst loss of the season like and then there's a new worst loss of the season and it's like they find new ways to disappoint and then every time they go on a streak a, a winning streak then they have like a terrible loss exactly and it ends and it's like they can't they haven't been consistent for more than really like two weeks at a time i think you know two weeks is the longest they've been consistently good this year probably like they and then they go on a losing streak again yeah it's been a frustrating season it's considering really, the expectations. Oh, especially considering the expectations. I mean, Jalen Brown, he was kind of talking out of his ass anyways, saying five They're six all, championships. Yeah. But like, you know, I mean, there's a lot lot of blame to go around. You know, we're, we're saying some things about Kyrie, but Brad Stevens is to blame yep. for a lot of this. Who's to, who's to say? I mean, you know, you hear it time and again from different people. He's never really had, like... He's never had to deal with egos. Yeah, and can he even really do it? Right. I mean, the, like, the dude coached, you know, an underrated college team. Yeah, basically. he didn't coach... He didn't coach Duke or Kansas. Kansas. He coached, you know, a bunch of underappreciated kids. A bunch kids, of Gordon Haywards. A bunch of Gordon Haywards and taught them how to, you know, outwork their opponent and... Through his first few years in the NBA, that worked great for him. He's overachieved. Up until this year, he overachieved with every team he had. Even the first year when they were terrible, you know, he made Jordan Crawford like a great player for a few weeks. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Like he was the player of the East for like, you know, a co- he had a couple player of the week awards or something. But like he, you know, after he left the Celtics, he was never in the NBA again. Yeah. I know he played for the Warriors for a little bit, but now he's, you know, playing in China or whatever. But he, he, Turned guys, and then he turned Isaiah Thomas into a superstar. So and like then he's now always Isaiah been ever since then. Right, exactly. Yeah. So he's always he's un, he's overachieved with every team he's had so far, and then this year the expectations were high, and he's underachieving. He's very underachieving. And even... it it does come down to I think him dealing with egos because you know he, those other teams we talked about didn't have a lot of expectations, and then this team. The young players last year, they didn't have a lot of they, you know, they had nothing to lose really. No. They played beyond their expectations last year, and I think a lot of them developed egos because of that. Yeah. Uh, and now, you know, so they came into this year thinking we were one of the best teams in the East, you know, almost the best team in the East last year, and we got Kyrie and Hayward coming back. Like nobody's beaten us this year. And he can't he and, can't even manage minutes, right? No, he sucks at managing minutes this year. I have to say. I mean, he feels. I feel like he's almost like pulling like a rec league. Like everyone's got to play their minutes, right? But like, if you're not if you're not shooting the ball well, if you're not playing well, if you're turning the ball over a lot, then you, you ain't getting your minutes, right? right. But, Hayward's getting too many minutes, you know. Um, yeah, Kyrie. Honestly, Kyrie played forty minutes the other night. He doesn't need to be playing forty minutes when he's you have Terry Rozier, half. and then when he plays forty minutes, Rozier barely sees the floor and he never gets into a rhythm and doesn't contribute at all. Exactly. So then you you make it worse on two different plays, right? At least if Kyrie's sucking in the first half, which he seems to do kind of a decent amount lately, 
you know, let him let him get a, a, some rest in the first half. Bring in Rosier. You know, let them both get a rhythm going. Right. You know, start the second half back with Kyrie. That's when he likes to really put the pressure on himself, apparently. Yeah. And maybe if you do that, maybe he'll put the pressure on himself in the first half, and then you can start, you know, maybe someone else takes a few minutes off. Rosier goes in for someone plays with Kyrie. You know, if they're both – if they both got a hot hand, you got to play who's got the hot hand. That's the NBA nowadays. Yeah. It's not positions anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been hard not to question a lot of Steven's lineups this year. And his – yeah, he hasn't he hasn't been impressive as a coach in managing minutes and managing personalities. Like, he doesn't seem to have a hold of this team no. at all. The only and, person and I don't even you. know that if these guys – I mean, it's a tough group. It seems like a tough group to, to do that with because I don't know if these guys really even like each other, like a lot of them. It doesn't seem like, you know, like you said, it doesn't seem like it, many people like Kyrie. Like, I wonder outside of basketball how often they hang out and go out to dinner together and stuff. Because you talk about like the 2008 Celtics, that's one thing KG always talked about is like they would go out as a team, like all of them. They went to and France like, together. Yeah. They they I'm like, I feel like I feel like these memory. guys just go home after the games or go out with like whatever other friends they have. I feel like they don't really. That's yeah. That's you know? what I was. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, yeah. what do they do? Like, what's their outside of you know right. basketball? Like, I feel like, like they don't really have like real friendships. Well, I feel you know? like who knows? I mean, L.A. played the next night, so that's probably why. Like, and, and who's to say he didn't go out to dinner with LeBron when L.A. was? Yeah. There? True. Oh, he went out to LA. I could see him doing that. Like, too. maybe they was like when he called LeBron. Him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like told on everyone. Basically, he was like, "Oh, yeah, my young guys are acting up now. I know who you felt like." It's so stupid. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sold on Kyrie as a franchise player. I mean, Incredible, incredibly talented. Yeah, player. at the same time, like I fucking love watching him play sometimes. Dude, he's when he's so- on his game, like it's incredible. And there, there have been games that he single handedly won for us with his offense in the second half. He's pissed right now. Yeah, he almost just threw that ball away. I mean, I'm rooting for him. I hope I, I want him to like, you know, I want these guys all to buy in and play well together. It's just the way it is right now. This is what we've seen so far. Speaking of which. Um, talking Celtics and Kyrie and everything. I don't want Anthony Davis at no. all. Why not? Um, I mean, he's he's Ooh, he's great. Warford. He's a great player. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I feel like unless it was simply Jalen Brown or it would have been Rosier this year and a draft pick or something, then yeah. But I mean, giving up Tatum. I'm not giving up Tatum for Anthony Davis. I'm sorry. Anthony Davis is in his prime now. Jason Tatum hasn't even hit his prime yet. Yeah. He's going to be a top three superstar in the league. But I Anthony don't Davis to... already is, though. Top three. I, I don't even know. Is he even top three? Top five, at least. I, You know, see? I, I don't know. Uh, Dave's got his reservation. No, no, I, don't know. I don't know. I think I he's just, pretty fucking good. I don't, I don't think, I mean, you know. Give it maybe Horford, Brown, Rosia, and a couple draft picks. I would have, I would have done something like that. Yeah, but I just, I'm not giving up Tatum. Not giving up the future. For, I mean, I don't, I just don't think Anthony Davis built the last. I don't know. Really, I might be a fool. You might be. 
don't know, but I'm just he's thinking. On, Anthony Davis is only 25 years old. I don't know. I just don't like think that's young for a guy as good as him. I don't see I don't see a championship team around him. I will say the Pelicans have never been good with him. And they they have a good, you know, him and Drew Holiday playing together. Even last year he had Demarcus Cousins with him. Yeah. I mean, he did go out with with the uh, ACL. Right. But All right. Uh, Achilles. But, but yeah, he's averaging 27 points a game, 12 rebounds. 50% from the field. It's pretty good. I mean, I'm not saying what Al Horford, Marcus Morris are bringing us is better than, like, combined what he can do. But I just don't think – I don't think he's a – I don't think he's a playoff caliber. He might not be. He hasn't proved it yet. I don't think he's a goal-bringing champion. He doesn't seem like a fighter. He doesn't seem like – Yeah. You know, he's a very passive kind of guy. I mean, you would think with as good as – he is as good as people talk about him being. He would have at least let his team to the playoffs. Yeah, I like mean an eight seed at least. Well, he's, <laughs> you know? he's brought him to the playoffs before. Uh, I think once or twice, but right, it's, it's not consistent enough. It's not consistent. And it's not like you know he like you said he has Drew Holiday last year. He had Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, for a while. You got some good pieces around you. You're gonna make some noise in the playoffs, and I think they went in as like a four or five seed one of these past few years, and they only went – they went in the first round. Right. Then maybe they won their first round. They didn't win their second round. Or they might have lost in the first round. I forget. I know they've had very – there are two very early exits. Yeah. But they've never made it to a conference final. They've never – They've never made it to the second round, right? Or have they? They might have made one second round. Let me check. But I don't think – I don't think so. They – uh. Oh, they made the playoffs last year. Yeah, so they, they made it to the second round last year. Yeah, but they haven't made it past the first round in the other yet. But no, that's the only time he's been to the second round. So, so I don't think – I mean, I don't think Anthony Davis is really the answer. It's it's a Band-Aid for – Plus, fix. plus he, you know, who knows if he would even stay or how long – you know, he, yeah. he seems like the type of guy – I don't know. Like we were saying, a lot of guys are like this now. That like, there's no loyalty to teams anymore. Right. So I feel like you don't they, want to buy in on someone unless you really think they can win you a championship. Basically. I, I mean, Kyrie's friends with Anthony Davis. If you want to keep Kyrie, you want to get it. Anthony Davis, I understand. But if we're gonna go all out for someone, Kevin Durant's up after this year. Why not try and get a sign and trade with them, with Golden State, give them some of our younger assets. Yeah. Sign and trade with KD, get KD over here because he's Kyrie's friend. True. You know? Everyone's Kyrie's Ky- friend. And Kyrie. all this, no. Kyrie's friends with all the superstars. No, no, but what I'm saying is, like, I'd, I'd much rather see KD come here than Anthony Davis. KD's been to a con- – yeah, he's been with the Warriors, but – even with OKC, he'd been. I mean, yeah, to the I'd love to see KD. He'd been yeah. to the finals before, right? You know, he's been through all that too. Yeah. Right. So, like, I'd rather see KD here than Anthony Davis. Oh, absolutely. KD. Over I don't know AD. if we'll be able to get KD though. I don't know. I mean, Who if knows? you're doing a sign and trade, you can always. I mean, that's a, I you got to think. Kevin Durant's what 28, 29, 30 years old. Yeah, he's getting like up that. there. He's getting towards he, thirty. Yeah. You know, you can if the Warriors are gonna eventually need to start building up. 
if KD if KD says he's going to leave, uh, tells them he's going to leave. Clay Thompson, who knows if he's staying? Who knows if Draymond Green's staying this year? Yeah, they could be looking at a whole new lineup. He's thirty years old. Boom. He's thirty. So, you know, get KD for a few years, him and Kyrie together. Yeah. Woo. KD wa- KD wants out of Golden State apparently. I know. So well, who's to say he wouldn't agree to a sign and trade to come here? He was already talking with the Celtics. Before. Honestly, it, I I don't rule out anything. In this I would point. much rather in today's NBA guys can go anywhere at any. But time who would you right rather there. see come here, Kevin Durant or Anthony Davis? Oh, Durant. Yeah, Durant. I just haven't really even considered that as an option. Like I, I don't, mean, he doesn't want to be there. He's friends with Kyrie. You know, that's true. That's true. You just said it yourself. And the Warriors, they don't want to let him go for nothing if he's not going to resign. So they'd rather do a sign and trade and be like, all right, Boston, you want you want Kyrie? Or you want Durant? All right, give us a couple draft picks. Um, sign sign Rosia, sign and trade with Rosia. We want Rosia. Boom, there you go. Uh, right. Here's Jalen Brown. KD right, to Boston. KD Brown. to Boston confirmed. DC. Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> I got it all mapped out, Danny. Just call me. <laughs> oh, man. That, yeah, that would be wild. Well, we tried to recruit him a few years ago. We sent in uh, – Kelly Olynyk and Tom Brady to, to do the job. And was uh, who else? wasn't there a Red Sox that went? Was it Ortiz? I don't think any Red Sox went. Ortiz. It was like if Ortiz went, it would have been around. It was like Jay Crowder, Kelly Olynyk, and Tom Brady. Like it was so random. And then Ainge. It's so funny seeing Brady Brady walking next to Olynyk. It was like what a recruiting. I team. know, right? <laughs> That's another player that Brad Stevens showed. Well, proved that uh, made something out of nothing, basically. I mean, Kelly Olenek. He got Kelly Olenek paid. Olenek, he got what's his name? Your boy that you met in Las Vegas, Turner. Yeah, yeah. Evan Turner. Oh my god, he got a huge contract. He got Evan Turner paid. Olenek's been solid though with the Heat this year. He's been like their sixth man. Well, he had what thirty points his first game against the Celtics. Did he? I remember what he. Yeah, he did go off actually. It was. Didn't they have a video for him? Yeah. Yeah. A montage. I still have a Kelly Olenek jersey. Sorry. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. all right. <laughs> I bought it his rookie year. It was a that was a tough time for you know as a Celtics fan. That was that was that was right after Pierce and KG left and we had nothing. So I was like, oh, I'll get this jersey. <laughs> I was like, this Olenek guy might be the next Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's what's his name. His teammate now. Who's his teammate there? That kid, Luka Doncic. Oh yeah, that kid. He's not like Dirk though. He's a, he's like a guard. Yeah, but he's just nasty. Mm-hmm. A foreign kid that just light yeah. it up. Mark Cuban loves the European European players. Well, you just got what's his name too? <laughs> yeah, Porzingis. Yeah. Yeah, but what's he getting him for? He got. Uh, well, is he getting him? I'm saying is what's the price is paying? Does Mark? Mark Cuban looks like he likes he goes with after the foreign kids because he don't really pay him that much. Maybe, yeah. maybe that know. might be it. Yeah. Maybe that might be know. it. But he's he's a crazy tycoon business yeah. guy. You know, he's on Shark Tank. Yeah, he yeah. said he said he likes the way they play in Europe better or something in the European leagues, and he said he wishes more American players would go play in Europe instead of going to college and like get ready over there. I don't know. That's his theory. Hey, he's a smart guy. Maybe he knows. Yeah, right, because right. at least they're getting paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, that's that whole thing about their college shit. And, like, you know, go there. Even, if they, even now you got to go for a year. But that fucking one year could be, you know, your fucking knee. 
Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. I don't like the whole one and done thing. Yeah. I don't know. It seems stupid it's to me because it's, it's like. Ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. It's like. How can you even rep the school if you're only going there for one yeah, year, you know? Like, you can't consider. Like Kyrie going to Duke. Right. Like, you can't. Like, Kyrie can't consider. He can't have any Duke pride. Like, he can't consider. He can't consider him like a Duke. Right. Blue Devil. He went there for one year and left yeah. because you know it's yeah. like, it's like there's no real, like I don't know. Certain players used to be like legends at colleges. I feel like when you're there yeah. for one year, you can't become Dude, a legend. Durant They're not going to build a statue for you after you were there for one year. Durant was a legend at Texas. Right. Yeah. Melo was a legend at uh, Syracuse. He went there for one year. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how I mean, long it's, was it's? Uh, but it's just weird to like. Consider yourself a legend after being there one year. And it's kind of like, it's kind of fucked up, right? Because it's like, you know, these guys are playing to go pro. Like, you know, that's what they're. And plus, like Zion this year. But you're going to make them go to college. You're going to make them go to college. College, which is supposed to be for like going to classes and getting an education. But you're going to tell them they can go there. Like, and first of all, what's their motivation to go to class if they if they know they're going there for one year and going to leave? What's their motivation to even give a shit? To give a shit, dude. Like only for those two semesters while basketball. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Like, what's the point of going to college if you're going to go for one year and you're not even going for the actual school? You're going for a sport. Right. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. Like one of those joke classes that they have in college. I feel like they make those classes just for like professional. You know, oh, like they got a lot of those dudes oh, get man. there like, yeah. They get it's them. easy for them. They yeah. do that acting 101. Yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah, just yeah. sit in the back of class all day. They're told to get 100. If yeah, the teacher's yeah. told, give them 100. Yeah. Exactly. I'll give you a hundred. You give me a hundred. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And then like the whole shit with the you know with the with the college thing and the pay them and everything, right? It's like they're all like a lot of guys get paid some way or another, all right. But then it's like a big fucking deal if they get caught. But like they encourage it. It's 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 that whole free tattoos. Under, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. free jewelry. Right, right, exactly. Right. But like if someone offers like if if I'm in college, like when I was in college, if I was doing something and someone was like, yo, you want this free chain? Yeah. Well, this like nasty it. tattoo artist is like, yo, I'll do whatever you want yo, on you for yeah, you for free. You, you offer a college kid anything for free, they're right. going to take right. it. Yeah. Right. yeah, sign me right up. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm right. 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 Like, we're going to give you, you're going to get this car. It's going to be your mother's name, but. Yeah. You know, you will, you'll get to drive it. We've got one for your mother too. She'll have, <laughs> yeah. like, She'll have two of the same kind. But, uh, you know, I don't. But uh, then it's like, but then it's not good. You know, that we don't pay them. It's that's not what they're there for. They're there for academics. But like, but they're not. But you're there for one year. Yeah. Exactly. If they're going for one year, you can't lie to me and tell me they're there for academics. They're not. They don't yeah. give a shit about the academics, and you don't give a shit about what grades they're getting. Right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. Especially like, I mean, literally, like Nick Saban gets in trouble for it almost like every other year. I feel like because that well, was all the, a lot was of those like, college coaches are shady. And that was that goes like what we're talking about with the building the team because like colleges would do that, you know, build a team right. around a player because they know they figure they have them for four years. Yeah. So they build their fucking team around right. somebody. Now, well, at least well, that's like, at least football they got they got to stay for their junior year. Yeah. That's yeah, like yeah, right, Brad right, Stevens. Exactly. We were talking about Brad Stevens coaching Butler. Um 
he taught he was talking about those Butler teams that those two teams he took to the finals and like what advantage they had over the other teams. He was and it was the fact that he had a lot of seniors and all the other teams were all freshmen. He's like, yeah, they were they were better players, better athletes, you know, McDonald's All Americans, but my guys have been together for four years and they got to play together and we were just playing a bunch of one and done teams. Yeah. One yeah. and done guys who were like, you know, were there for one year and go to the NBA. So, you know, at the smaller schools like Butler, guys still stay for four years, but it's those, you know, Kansas and Duke. Everyone like who's going to, I mean, of, the Calipari's. The fucking, those, guys are all, those guys are all scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> Calipari, Calhoun. Nick Saban, Calhoun. Uh, Jim Boheim. Jim Boheim. Just kill a guy. He, he did. He did. Oh, Rest in peace. He, not – not on purpose. Not yeah, as yeah, grisly yeah, as, yeah. That, as I just made that sound. But no, he didn't. Right. He didn't drive him. him. Yeah, yeah, no, right, right. He hit him with his cup, but not on purpose. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, college college sports is uh, there's a lot of controversy around, you know, whether they should be paid. And, yeah, why the fuck? Well, I mean, honestly. I say, why the fuck not? Like, yeah. Think as much like you said. You're paying for work. The money. Yeah. Right. It's like they're like, oh, we give them a scholarship. It's like, okay, but then what? But it's like that they don't have any spending money. What about food? Like, what about you know? Right, it's, right. Like, <laughs> it's just like like fucking just health insurance. Right. You know, like, <laughs> fucking like, but like these guys, these athletes, you know, I was watching this thing, man. I was like, they don't even get health insurance. It's like, and you go there, you get a free ride, and then you fuck yourself up for the first year. And then that's it. And then they're just done with you. Now, right. Now you're fucking on your ass. You got a broken, you got a fucked up knee, and then you can't even pay afford to go see a doctor. Yeah, yeah you go get it fixed, and then you're in debt for five years. Yeah, yeah. The hospital bills. Right. Because they just sent you right from the field. Right, exactly. Because you know? they can't, and then like, you'd be like, at least give them some fucking health insurance. Like, you know, you, you got this motherfucker here, and you're, and you're working him. You, you know, you, you want to sacrifice his body. But He's going to get paid at the next level. Yeah. Might yeah, as well right. get paid here. Yeah. It's basically minor league football. Plus, I mean, think of how money, much yeah. money they're making for this. There's school. no minor league football elsewhere. Yeah. 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 All right. I mean, plus that, look how much money they're making for the school. It's like. Right. Exactly. Without the sports program, a lot of these schools wouldn't have. Half of what they have. And Who would like, want to go to University of Alabama if they weren't? Yeah, right. they were in the national championship every year. Right. They right. Bring, like they bring so much money. I mean, right. some of the biggest stadiums in the country are college football stadiums. Right. Like Michigan Stadium holds a hundred thousand people. You know, fucking how much money Michigan makes off their football program, and they can't pay the players. I know. Like it's ridiculous. Right. Right. Exactly. Millions. It's Hundreds of millions. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but right. Celtics, <laughs> what are, what's our score right now? We're at halftime. Uh, we're at halftime. It's 43-42. We're down by Okay, one. we got a close game. So this recent stretch since the All-Star break, we're uh, – let's see. Okay, so we started with the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, really the last – really the bad stretch started with that um, trip to L.A. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Um, yeah. So the the bad the bad uh, the bad streak started with L.A. in L.A. No, at home. Oh, you're right. At home against the Lakers, and then the Clippers. Then we beat the Sixers, and then we beat the Sixers as we always do. Whoop their ass. Uh, who was not in the lineup that night? Kyrie. Okay. Um, <laughs> beat Detroit. Rex beat Detroit. Who wasn't? Who wasn't in the lineup? Kyrie. Kyrie. Okay. 
Um, and then since then we've lost to Milwaukee. <laughs> since then we've lost to Milwaukee, Chicago Bulls, and Toronto. So, I mean, Kyrie's been in the lineup. Kyrie has been in the lineup, <laughs> and he did play in the uh, All Star game despite missing those those last two before the. He break. did, but everyone knew he was going to play in those. Nah, games. I know Don't it's whatever. Play. I'm not mad at him for that. Yeah, you know, he's he's just playing a pickup game. I'm not mad at him for that, and I'm not saying we're better without him. Like. Yeah, so not not better without Kyrie. At least I wouldn't go that far not at yet. this point. But um, yeah, the argument that they are better without Kyrie continues to build with every every win without him. Basically. Every win without him, and like you said, every loss without him. Too. Right, right. You know? uh, well, every loss with him, I should say. You know, and like when we lose a game and he scores like thirty-eight okay. points, it's like, I mean, what is what's the point? It's like. Um, you know, I'd rather there's a lot of games that we win, and especially in the playoffs last year, where we have multiple guys scoring like 20 points, you know, around 20. You don't need a guy dropping 40 points every night. No, so if everyone can score 20 to 30, yeah, you know, you give everyone the, a fair amount of the wealth. Minutes. Nice, nice dish by Kyrie there. Oh, um, you know, we, um, uh, all right. Uh, you know, I just feel like the young guys, the young guys definitely do do better without Kyrie considering, like you said, they got more minutes. They got the confidence to realize that they're going to be playing. You know, they're going to be playing those minutes. Yeah. They're going to be pretty much doing everything they were doing last last half of the year, last quarter of the year without Kyrie. Right. They know that, I feel like. I feel like they're still trying to learn how to play with Kyrie sometimes. Yeah, and Kyrie is trying to learn how to play with them. Sometimes. But sometimes, sometimes Kyrie gets Sometimes he's not really worried about that. He just wants to focus on it. Well, I feel like he gets frustrated. He gets frustrated, than, yeah. You know? like There's a lack of chemistry. That's basically what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, um, so... Transition, football. Uh, not not so much a lack of chemistry, but Mister Mister Bob Kraft, Crafty Bob, uh, getting his chemistry on. Oh God! Uh, down at the Orchids of he likes Asia. to pay for his chemistry. Yeah, I mean, was he in Asia? Was it in Asia? No, it was. Oh, it was, it was the place was called like oh, Orchids of Asia. Oh, or Orchids of Asia. I was, about it was to say, in I Florida, it was like Florida. Yeah, it, it was, was like in, in Jupiter, Florida. Florida. Yep, yeah. but uh, definitely like, come on. Like Florida's like known for that shit. It's like what you Hell, Quincy's right. known for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. The only reason it's a story. The only reason it's a story is because it was Bob Kraft. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Otherwise, it'd just be another you know local Florida story. Yeah. But, yeah. And it probably wouldn't be that crazy for Florida. No. Hell no. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I mean, the shit happens like, all the time, in a lot of different places. But when it's someone famous like him, it becomes a huge, a billionaire, yeah. huge right. story. Exactly. Get dropped off in his Rolls Royce. Yeah. The night before the AFC Championship, and then the morning and of then the, the morning AFC. of the AFC Championship in Florida, and then he flew. He to had a great. City. He had a great day. That day, yeah. I tell you that. Uh-huh. He was blowing yeah. off some steam. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Relieving <laughs> stress before the game. He's getting yeah. three game butterflies out. Nope. Shit. What six Super Bowl rings in a decade, or like a decade and a half? That was the best like, meme I saw of the whole thing. He said. You know, it's a picture of Bob Kraft that says, you know how hot it is to jerk off with six Super Bowl rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. I mean, that's not too good. many people 
can relate, I guess, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's tough. Like Tom and Bill. Yeah. <laughs> True. All right. That's what I'm saying. It's I mean, like, you got to think Jordan, about it. You got, Jordan you got, can relate. Huh? Jordan can relate. Yeah, yeah. Jordan can relate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you but know. I mean, about football, though, that's like. Because in basketball, there's a few people with like. Multiple. A few different ones. people with like that many like ranks. It's easier to I mean, have a dynasty in basketball. Like, but I mean, can you really. But not. not can you blame him? But like. There's so many other bigger issues in the NFL. Right, yeah, exactly. You no, know, this one's going to blow but up because you, it's the Patriots. Because it's the Patriots, and people hate the Patriots. Right, exactly. And people are going to forget, you know, what what happened with Jim Irsay a few years ago. To, yeah, Who I, had a ton of drugs on him and right. but a bunch of straight Jim cash Irsay, money um, in you a know, suitcase. Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones a few years ago, there was pictures of him with prostitutes. Yeah. He's got a stripper pole on his Bust yeah, I mean, right. he's a much scummier person than yeah. Robert Kraft. He, like, he got, like, a couple years ago, he had, like, some case where, like, it was a stripper, like, he got rough with her or some shit, or his bodyguards got rough with her. Oh. He, he dragged the case out for, like, five years or some shit. So, clearly, she couldn't I mean, pay for it, and then it was over. So, then when yeah. it was over, it was like, the bitch was lost, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I mean, Jerry, we're talking about the guy who gave Greg Hardy a job after he did all that shit, you know. Threw yeah, a sick. Threw his ex-girlfriend, the baby mother, on guns and everything. On a bed full of assault rifles. <laughs> Pulled an assault rifle on her. Yeah. Like. Now yeah. he's in the MMA. In the UFC. Fuck that guy. Yeah. He smoked the dude. I'm not going to lie. He whooped the dude's ass. Yeah, the he's first. a beast. But he was going to whoop her ass, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He thought he was in the octagon already. All right. That wasn't a joke. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, man, but like, it's it, it's clear. It's like we wonder what they're gonna are they gonna try to figure out some way to like ban him from fucking the NFL? You know what they're I gonna mean? do like, whatever they can. He's gonna get a worse punishment than Ursay. Like, what did Ursay get? Like Ursay got six games and I think two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, it'll be but, worse. Yeah, than but that. he's an owner though. So like, what kind of punishment? Well, Ursay is an owner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like. Can you like what? So you said he got six what six games? Six games suspended. He couldn't go to the stadium. And two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. The max fine you can get is fifty five hundred thousand dollars. Half okay. a million. So. So he couldn't go to see his team for six games. Right. But there's like yeah. some people. Like I mean, I'm guessing it'll probably be like between six and eight games, and five hundred thousand. It'll be half a mil yeah. for sure. But that's because it's the Patriots. That's ridiculous for a fucking hand job. Jesus Christ. Two. Count them. Two. <laughs> okay. Two. One only took 15 minutes. Right? Jeez. Fucking is that. And they're going to give him. Well, because he had to go to the AFC Championship. He said, give me me the speed. He's got a busy schedule. So they're going to. So, like, because they're going to smoke him for it. They're going to drive fucking as much as they can. That's just stupid, though. Because, like, he'll probably. Here's what I don't get, right? Is the thing is, like, he's making the NFL fucking money, though. It don't matter if it don't matter if we win just because you don't like fucking us or whatever. It don't fucking matter. He's still making you a ton of fucking money. Right, making you a shitload. He's of money. making it, you know, as a whole. Like they're fucking, I mean, you know how many you know people that? watch the Super Bowl to try and watch the Patriots lose? Yes, that's what I'm yeah. saying. You know exactly how many right. people watch when the Patriots oh. are on national TV on having, Sunday night on Thursday? Night, like a, they want to watch them lose. Right. Mm-hmm. Having a villain in the league makes it way That's more true, though. Way more popular. Yeah. Like Race in basketball, people always hate, you know, the Lakers. When LeBron was on the Heat, they hated the Heat. 
if there's a team that everyone hates, that like mm-hmm. you know, that brings in a lot of money for the league. Yeah. <laughs> People love to hate. Exactly. And I guess it's like I guess like too, we're kind of biased, so it's like you know, you can't really see it. Must it must suck to be you guys who lose all the time, mm-hmm. and don't win because we just expect to win because that's what yeah. we do. Having so, you know, AFC championship. I guess maybe I every should year. look. At, from the other person's perspective, no, I'm not they, going but, to. Yeah, but you know they're care. just jealous. <laughs> well, that's us with LeBron. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Exactly. There we go. Okay, I can see it. Yeah. yeah. You put it like that. Then, you know? Or us yeah. with Steph Curry. Although and LeBron's yeah. what three and six in the finals. Yeah, that's true. Brady's, but he still makes it to the finals. He makes it every year. You know, mm-hmm. not this year. No, no, no they're definitely not going to make it. <laughs> they're not making it this year. Um, but you know, all right, so. It's, it's still weird. It still trips me out to see him in purple and yellow. I'm like, uh, I feel like that's the perfect place for him. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's I – like, I, I feel bad for the Lakers franchise. I feel like he's just like – Fucking it up. I really do. Like, I don't. I feel like he doesn't belong in purple and gold. I really don't. Well, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. I don't – it doesn't look right. It doesn't like, – I mean, he, look he right, belongs. Right. It's, it's good. It fits him because, like, the whole Hollywood thing. But in terms of like the history of the franchise and like yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have uh, I mean you look at Kobe played his whole career there and he's like not magic. Guy, he's, he's not, not magic, he's not Kobe. he'll never be Kobe, like he's not not any of them. No. I hated Kobe, but I would if you gave me the Honestly, the I I hated Kobe until LeBron became so fucking annoying that I realized that I actually appreciate Kobe. Yeah. Kobe <laughs> Kobe was like one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. You know, we we're blessed that we got to watch him. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like the Derek and, Jeter moment for me, like yeah. when Derek Jeter was retiring. Like I realized, you know, but see, but see, that's what they're gonna see. But that's the thing, like when Brady retires, they're gonna say that. Like people are gonna say that about Brady, though. You can't. You have to like to see this guy, the second string fucking, you know, quarterback, six rounds, six rounds, bench, and win us fucking the Super Bowl that fucking year off the yeah. bench. And then come become what he did. Because, you know, nobody was expecting that. Right. Nobody was expecting that. Every Patriots that. fan who's old enough remembers Bledsoe going out and Brady coming in and, oh, no. and, and being like, and being like and who the yes, fuck is this exactly. number 12? Like, why the hell? Like, why did we utilize right. this motherfucker? No, but like when he first came in, being like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, we're not winning with this scrub. Like, who the fuck's number 12? I know, we all like, I know, it's like, as if like Bledsoe was a scrub. Right. No, Bledsoe was was a good quarterback. And when he went out, we thought we were done. We were like, we're not, this number 12 guy's not going to do shit. But then he just started fucking, you know. I know. And then he just, like, ripping off wins. Six rings later, baby. Six rings later. Count him. Kiss him. He's the GOAT. But yeah. there were 199 players drafted. Yeah, you'll never hear him say that. And you'll never hear him say that. Always... Well, he did say he's the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Well, I mean, say. after like fucking six rings, though. Yeah. You got to see, you know, you got to say it once. But I'm saying like his career in general. He's yeah. been fucking really kind of like just low key about him being the fucking baddest motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said he doesn't like being called the goat. He said it's like awkward or something. Yeah, he said really? that to Michael Strahan. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. But he knows he's a goat. Yeah, exactly. So. So I wonder. I wonder. I mean, you know, well, here's the, here's what I wonder, right? So like, fucking Kraft got caught up in there, right? 
Who else got caught? Did they like anybody else notable? There was a there's another unnamed billionaire, anonymous billionaire. Oh, I don't I don't oh, know if that was even the, true. What the fuck? How do you get an anonymous billionaire? I don't billionaire I think that I think that was a false report or something. Yeah. I don't know. It was nothing's a, come out after that. Schefter yeah. said something about it. Schefter said Robert Kraft wasn't the biggest name on that list. Yeah, but, but that I, thought is, I'm, I wouldn't think so. I because I don't think I feel like billionaires. Don't go to the same rub and tugs. Well, probably as, like, was Jerry. Jones. I feel like people. billionaires don't go to rub and tugs. I feel like they nah, order nah, like nah, high class. Nah, nah. You know what? You ever see that show Billions? No. It actually there's a, there's a lot of scenes where they they do a lot there's of some lonely motherfuckers. I feel like they would order like high class prostitutes and have them come to their house. Like, no, because they like actually they get they massages do. though. They actually yeah. get real massages. So they're like they're like, yeah, 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 like yeah. rub and tug massage. They actually get them actual. So the bitch actually really knows how to like massage you and shit. Yeah. So. And, so. Uh, and always. That's why a billion is. So it's like, and that's extra. what I'm saying. It's like, he's not going to fucking just some regular corner store, you know, corner rubbing stuff. You know? Just because it was in a strip mall doesn't mean it's, yeah. you know. Right. Maybe the massages are only $60, but when you. You want the extra? Yeah, yeah. pay a couple hundred. Pay up, because that's what I'm saying. Like I'm sure, like you know, there's fucking some special spot. You know what I mean? Whatever. He's probably got his own fucking. If he's there twice, that means he's probably there more than twice. They they caught him twice in five in a five day. But but what I'm saying is, if yeah, he's been there a lot more. And I was like, you know, like because I feel like like you said, you'd think they'd have him come to their house or whatever. But speaking of which. The lady who ran the one down where he got caught also ran another one that got ran out of business. I want to say maybe the Carolinas. Oh yeah. Oh, so she probably might have even been up here. So she got like a whole ring of them. She probably got like. Well, she's probably got like a whole franchise. Huh? She knows how to run them, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> right for the billionaires, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So because that's what I that's what I was asking because I'm like, he, he, clearly there had to be other people there, like you know that one. You know, of notability. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a popular area of, area of Florida for a lot of rich people. Tiger Woods lives like, like two miles from that place. That's it. That's oh, the really? name everyone oh, thought was gonna come oh. out, but he wasn't named. He wasn't named. Okay. Thank God, Tiger. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if Crab's like Tiger. Get out of here. I'll take this. Like, this one's <laughs> get up. Get up. <laughs> Get out the car. Get out the car. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, go on the golf, golf back. <laughs> Get the golf back up. I got this one. You've been through enough. So, let's jump into some music. Yes. Let's jump into uh, that Behind the Blinds. Yeah. Uh, right Hook. Well, we started with, with, yeah. Right Hook's been a staple in the scene. Research you. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've rocked shit. Oh, uh, yeah. I've done shows right Hook. Shit, I've done. Shit, the first show I did, I've done a couple shows with Right Hook. The first show I did was that. Fucking, it's Brighton Music Hall now, but it was Harper's Ferry. Harper's Ferry. This was like, yeah. shit, probably 10 years ago. Maybe longer, maybe a little less than that, but somewhere around those lines. So he, That's like, I mean, he obviously kind of switched up from just the straight hot yeah. rapping style. Right. This, he did, he's doing this whole album with the archetype. Um, oh, he is? Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we know the archetype's just. Yeah. Audible producer. Hell yeah. Yeah. He can play instruments like nobody's business too. Um right play some more from some more from him after this, uh, from the new Still Gold album. Hell yeah. Uh, 
But Right Hook, you know, he's kind of taking it. The, the album's called Modify. It's coming out in, I believe, April. Um, but this is what the newest single he dropped, Behind the Blinds. We kicked off the episode with it. Nice. So I'm like kind of a different, more like rockish. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, he experiments with a lot of sounds, especially lately. Exactly, and we don't um, keep it. Sh- which like, is, which is, you know, which is cool. Cause yeah. Like nowadays, everything's so fucking, uh, and it sounds the same. It's like, yeah, it's good to like, like, uh, you any you guys seen uh Bohemian Rhapsody? I haven't seen I haven't it seen yet. Oh, no, haven't. Oh, okay. But anyway, that this is not giving anything away. But like, they were, everyone knows the style experimental. Right, they were in the studio. Right, how they fucking like you know Bohemian Rhapsody. That song was like yeah. unheard of. Like, right, you know it's like an eight minute, nine minute song, and it's like uh, opera and all kinds of different shit in it. And it's Hell like yeah. that's how you know music, you know that that you know I don't know until whatever the fuck happened. Music used to be like you know you're trying to find somebody who didn't sound like anybody else. Right, exactly. right. You know, and like so that's like the whole idea they had was that like we're fucking Queen and. We are not anyone else, so we make our own shit and experiment like a motherfucker. Right. Hell yeah. Figure it out. Now it's just like, well, now it's like, oh, everyone just follows the same Follows point. the guidelines, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, what the, that's like not even what music <clears throat> is about. No, it's, it's about creativity. It's about, out. about your expression. You know, right, you right. Feel, which it's an art. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, you lose the art in it. If it's, it's like more of a science now. And it's right, like right. It's like, all right, this. Radios length, blah blah blah. Yep. Talk about this because everyone else is talking about it. Right. Get a face tap. <laughs> no, get a face tap. Well, let's jump into this new right hook. Right hook. Behind the blinds. I'm 
out a lot from yeah. the sound he used to have. Yeah, um, he's actually did um, they're doing his release party at Middle East sometime in April, I believe. Word. April or May, and um, Headshots is on the show. I know that Right Hooks on the show. I forget who else is on the show, but that's yeah. gonna be a good show. Uh, another big show coming up at the Middle East, March fourteenth. Slains, St. Patty's Day show as always. Yep. Okay, yep. Got OT the Real and Ren Thomas with him. I did that shit one year. That shit was crazy, man. Word. I went a couple of years ago when it was at the Hard Rock. That one was yeah, wild. Yeah, I did. I was fucking. Uh, I was on a. I was on the bill one year. I forget when it was like maybe five years ago, something like that. And fucking that motherfucker was deep as shit. I remember <laughs> trying to get. I remember trying to get in the dressing room, and I was just like. Fuck it, this ain't even worth it. <laughs> I was like 30 people yeah, in there. Right? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm not even moving. I'm not even. It was just like massive amounts of people there. Damn. But shout out to Slain. Yep. Speaking of which, on that same show, Woke's going to be opening up. Oh, word. Shout outs to Woke. They're, uh, they're, they're going hard yeah, over Yeah, they're doing their they thing over there. That's group you told me about, right? Yeah, it's Oblivious and Tab. Yeah. We had them on a few okay, weeks yeah. ago. Oh, okay, good people, good people. Yeah, they're. Uh, they're all over. I'm not sure where they are right now, but they were just in Copenhagen. They went all around they went all over the place. Um, they did what? Uh, four shows in four countries yeah. in four days or something? Something they, crazy. Something like that. Um, you know, big shout outs to them. Grinding. Always. Big ups, big ups. <laughs> big ups, big ups. Um, we got some more music to get into. Yeah, let's get into it. Still gold. We've talked about them before. Yep. Mo Pope, the archetype who we just mentioned. Yep. Um, still gold. They put out their their album two years ago. Won the best album of the year at the Boston Music Awards, and they've won the best live performer the past two years. They're dope. I mean, so they got like the they, whole live band with them. Right. So now they got. Uh, yeah. No, they're great performers. So now they got this new album out called The New Normal. Um, 
they actually did something really cool when they first premiered this album. They invited, they premiered it at the MFA, Museum of Fine Arts in Boston. Yes, yes, I um, saw that. Yeah, so they, they invited, you know, you know, a select few people to come listen to it. And were yeah, you they, one of they the select it. few? I was not, no, I was not invited. Um, but yeah, it was at uh, the MFA in Boston, which obviously is like one of the best art museums in the country. world, in yeah, the country, the world. in the world. Um, and they've never, they had never done anything hip hop related before. And Mo Pope, like a lot of what he does, he's, you know, the last few years since he's kind of become a household name in Boston, a lot of what he does is trying to, you know, make hip hop become a more respected art form. Yeah. Basically, like, you know, because it's looked at as less than other art forms sometimes. So that's been like his goal for a while. So that's why they decided to premiere their album at the MFA, which is pretty awesome. Oh, it's dope. Pretty cool idea. So this song I'm going to play is from, um, well, it's by them featuring Ghost Girl, who is another artist who was at the Boston Music Awards this past year. There was her first time there. She was like nominated for one of the new artist awards. All right. And uh, yeah, she's really dope. She's from Boston. Uh, this one's called What They Say by Still Gold featuring Ghost Girl. All right, let's go. I'm 
it is. What they say, still gold featuring Ghost Girl. Check out the new album, The New Normal. Available everywhere. Available everywhere. Still gold. Spelled S-T-L-G-L-D. That's Mo Pope and The Archetype. Two very talented individuals, great at what they do. Hell yeah. Um, Shout out Archetype running the bridge, too. Yes. Um, We got any other music to get into? Um, I mean, there's a lot to get into. There's a lot to get into. Um, I could could play one one more. Woke Woke just released that. um, We played it a few weeks ago here. We had them on uh, Quantafast. Yeah. Uh, They just dropped that. Uh, my boy Aztec actually just dropped something too, um, so we'll pull that that up after the next joint. Word. Uh, yeah, so we'll get into a couple more tracks. Uh, but first, our guest our guest has to depart. Yeah, uh, research. We appreciate you as always. Brother. As always, yeah, nah, our first man. second time. Our, yeah, our first second time. Yes. <laughs> All right. Nah, man, I appreciate it too. Thanks for the food, Laura. Of course. Uh, LJ. Thanks for that. Always, always a pleasure, man. Definitely. Yeah, we appreciate it. Well, you gotta come back, brother. You gotta come back. Be the first. Be the first triple. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, you're in the lead, brother. You know, just keep coming back. I will. <laughs> Shit, I will, man. You can build definitely. that lead. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, but so the music video is coming out. Yeah. yeah it's coming uh, out like like two weeks. Like two week, weeks. Week two weeks. Probably like two weeks tops. So we'll have research. that out. It will be out. So. Okay. All right, look we out for that. Appreciate you coming through, brother. Hell yeah. Definitely appreciate you it. Being in touch, talking about yeah. sports, music, all that. Hell yeah. It's yeah, always it's a good time. That good shit. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And when, and when the album's coming too, you let us know. I'll have you on again, brother. Absolutely. I will. I'm all right, guys. You be in touch. Peace. I'll see you soon. Later. All right. So, what you got for me? We got uh, Esoteric. 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 Um. Yeah, he just put out his new album with uh, Bizarre Face meets Ghostface. Bizarre Face meets Ghostface. Yes. Seven L and Esoteric. Seven L and Esoteric plus uh, Inspector Deck of Wu Tang. They formed oh, yeah. their group a few years ago. They've had a few, they've been dropping projects like every year, pretty much. Yeah, I actually went to the it was uh, the Slain and Terminals. So yeah, Slam Terminology, Anti-Hero, and the Zaface release party. Word. Both had the same release party. That was dope. That was wild. That was real wild. So yeah, they had a new album, Zaface meets Ghostface, obviously with Ghostface Killer. Um, we'll play Iron Claw off of that one. Oh, yeah. Here it is. <laughs> Real. What you heard is false. All I have in this world is my 
word in my balls. Money calling, stomach talking, hungry often. Honey talking, hey, hey, honey talking. Nose on a night shift, get the belly clock with a night stick, night stick, sip limestone, I get right with my murder game down to a tight neck, reputations, pride, the story is powers, no laces in my niggas, 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 and I'm not from Hollis, got garlic, vampires, you bet niggas who came to gossip, you can't trust me with that bullshit, you ain't even my stylist, you reckon I'll be? But you ain't Christopher Wallace See a girl on the knees, she just throwing a salad And the funny shit, you ain't gonna do nothing about it Have a seat over there, you should be doing it now See these young boys who murder you And none of these niggas never heard of you We popped a few things on the curb or two Curb or two to have you stretched out like vertical Vertical Ghostface. Beast Ghostface. I listen to the new album. Hell yeah. So, I also got one. I got one song left to play. All right. My boy Aztec. Um, There's a lot of good music coming out right now, so we're not we're not going to be able to cover all of it. I was just looking through my list of shit that I still need to post on Instagram. I'm like, shit, it's hard to pick one. But uh, no, shout right. out to everyone doing their thing. Sorry if we missed you. Uh, I got to, uh, I got to figure out what to pull this up from. All right. Um, but yeah, shout out to my man, Aztec. Aztec. From Hybrid Thoughts. The group Hybrid Thoughts, sorry. Um. He's been doing a lot of big things over in uh, over in Japan. He's got a project coming soon. It's a uh, basically a United States Japan collaboration. He goes over there, does some tours over there, and everything. Uh, and you know, this new song um, that we got right here, um, about to throw out for you. That's also part of this joint. Collaboration between Aztec and uh, Japan, you know, uh, 
this new shit is uh, definitely. Uh, Aztecs, uh, he's a boss better and he can also he, pre he speaks knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Word. So he's um, he's just, I don't know, he's dope MC. He's been around for a long time. So let me uh, just pull this up right now. Let's hear it. And uh, oh shit. I'm trying to find it right now. Yeah. I just got word that the Beatle Mark Bertrand is stealing my shine on social media. Oh, is he really? Oh, yeah, he's been stealing your shine, bro. Really? He's been dying for that. Uh, the Patriots. Night, uh, yeah. Yeah. Corey sent me that just now. He's like, he's stealing your shine. I was like, what? did he post it after I did? I don't know. He might have. That asshole. Was that your Photoshop? No, I didn't Photoshop it. I didn't Photoshop it. Yeah, Slab me, uh, Edits Photoshopped it. Let me uh, shout let out me, to Slab Edits. Hey, unhook yourself from the Bluetooth. Let me Bluetooth it up. Because I right. also just realized I got something else to show everybody oh, before okay. we get into this. As you want me to un unhook from the Bluetooth? Yeah, un Bluetooth so I can un Bluetooth. Okay, I got you. And I'm Bluetooth. But yeah, no, I said, oh yeah, he posted that 22 hours ago, like after I posted it. I was saying that. You know, they haven't worn those jerseys since 99, and they need to bring them back, and he's saying the same thing. He yeah, has, asshole. in his defense, I he I do I do remember him saying that about... I mean, I've been saying it for a while. Hey. So, you know, me and, me and Bertrand have a little beef right now, apparently. What's up, Beetle? <laughs> What's up, Beetle? So, I got to uh, I gotta pull this in real quick before we get into this Aztec stuff. Um Shout out to my man Aztec. No, yes. no disrespect, but this is it was the first thing that I logged I logged in, I saw, and I completely forgot. Went right over. Did anybody realize that our first round draft pick was a musician? Sony Michelle. Oh my big God. shout out to Sony Michelle right here. I saw that the other day. It's kind of fire. This is Sony Michelle right Sony here. Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Sony Michelle. Sony. That's obviously not the whole song. Um, Is he gonna drop the whole thing? I believe it's out somewhere. Oh, it's out. I, I think you can find it on YouTube. Word. Um, big shout out to Sony Michelle, man. Yeah. Makes him even more. Of I mean, that's kind of fire. Like you can tell he's been working on it. That. Yeah, that's not that's, just like that's not a dude who just stumbled into a studio. <laughs> no, no, he's been, he's been working. Yeah. 
Sony Michelle. You can definitely tell that, you know. Best best rapper in the NFL right now. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's better than. Uh, I haven't heard anything better. Martellus Bennett dropped this song. Um, well, he made a song after he won the Super Bowl with the Pats, and then he didn't release it till after he retired. So, this uh, this Aztec song. Aztec. Let's get to it. So I'm trying to pull this up because this it's a it's a Japan release. And there's no direct link for it. So yeah, Yuki Kaneska. What? Um I gotta I think I gotta go to the students' Instagram. Cool. Yuki Kaneska. Who's that? That's who's also on the song. No way. Celtics down 12. 2.30 left, down nine now. Marcus just hit a three, but it's not looking good. Another loss. Another day, another loss. So, pulling it up now. After music. <clears throat> Uh, I'm just jumping into this little soul brother. I'm ready. Give me a little preview. Best of page one, hard only three rounds. Attract the game's done until we last on the deck. That is set to the score. I'm the astral projector. We get to the voice. Can't get into the shit. When it comes to a battle, it's still a threat. You can see it's lurking in the shadows. It's still a threat. We go in and 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 so that's a little preview. Okay. Hybrid thoughts. That's my man Aztec. Love it. Shout out to Aztec. He's been a staple in the Boston hip hop scene for a long time. Word. Um, you know he he used to do the uh, the grind time battles around here. Yeah. Um, he's done a lot for the for the hip hop community around here. Um, sorry, I couldn't pull up that Japan release. It's called Pro Trude Statement. P R O T dash R U D E statement. Look that up. Um, we uh, speaking of grind time battles. Before we close out tonight, yeah, we have an official date. Oh yes, yes, big things happening. Um, Jack, your co-host. Um, yeah, co-host Easty is uh, officially battling. So I heard. Uh, no name sucker. Is that his name? That's an awful rap name. Named John Locke. Um, April eighteenth at Maggie's Sounds Lounge. Sounds like a bitch. 
make sure you guys come through. Um, watch me eat this little eat duckin' for dinner. Eat them. Eat them. Um, Have a feast. I mean, I'm not going to give them too much to speak about. Yeah. I'm just going to whoop that ass. There you go. I mean, it's going to be... You know, it's gonna be like uh, it's gonna be like when Devo showed up and was like, "Yo, Red, give me that chain." Oh, oh Red goes, "Yo, Debo, you got uh, my grandma gave me that chain." You know? Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna treat him like Debo treated Red. I'm gonna whoop his ass. <laughs> there you go. The bully on the block. There you go. This is my first battle. This is John Locke's third. I'm gonna make him look like the rookie. There you go. So. You know, and I hope you listen, you punk bitch. <laughs> it's getting fucking real. Yeah, it's getting real. It's, I'm pumped it, for this battle. Battle life, baby. I am pumped for this battle. battle. Let's go. Let's fucking so, go. Look know, out big, for that. Big shout outs to research. Make sure you guys come out. Yep. April 18th, Maggie's Lounge. Check it out. Man, I got to teach my son a lesson. Oh, shit. <laughs> I hope he listens to this. You know? Um. Uh, before we sign off, and we're not gonna play any more music because it's too much. There's too much music to play. There's too much. But I do want to shout out Pomegranate Music from uh, New Hampshire slash Massachusetts. Some of them are from Mass. My um, dude, Everett Gibbons, Brill, Delicinetic. They just dropped an album. Their group, um, well, EP, I guess. It's like six or seven songs. But check that out. It's called uh, shit. What's it called? Uh oh. While you look that up, big shout outs to the beautiful LJ for dinner tonight. <laughs> Supplying the whole squad with dinner. Man, there's a lot Buffalo of stuff. chicken, panko crusted chicken. Yeah, that was delicious. Ash taters. That was delicious. Fire asparagus. The treatment. That's what their album's called. It's called The Treatment. Right. Check that out everywhere. Pomegranate music. We'll um, they recently, yeah, we'll play a little next week. They recently opened for Bia at the Middle East. Nope. Um, yeah. So uh, this weekend we potentially could have either this weekend or Tuesday at the latest. We'll be on with Justin Clancy. Justin Clancy coming through. Uh, potentially Mark Vincent. We got Big D's coming through soon. Yep. Uh, we got a couple more guests coming through soon. Yeah. Uh, so a lot going on. Um, Plenty of my dude, Lil Mel, recently dropped a, a video of him freestyling in a car. The, yeah, there's there's so much shit going on. Yeah. Hefe Replay dropped an album. Tayshon Taylor recently dropped a single. Fucking Chase Murphy dropped a new single. A lot going on. So we'll we'll be, we'll be playing more music in the coming weeks. Um, but thank you for tuning in and sticking with us. As always. Uh, the Celtics are fighting right now. We're, we're going to try to catch the end of this. So. Yeah. Let's, 15 <laughs> seconds left. Down by three. Down by three. All right. There's and the foul. Fouling. There's the foul. Should we sign off? Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's sign off and watch the end of this game. All right. We're going we're gonna to peace out of here. We're going to peace out. But thank you. Yeah. Thank you if you're still listening. listening. Um, yeah. Stay tuned. Next week, another episode dropping. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Like clockwork. Peace.